Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to Real Talk, an unfiltered, unbiased podcast. My name is Sean Costantino, and I'm joined by my co-host, Connor Martin. It feels so good to be loved by you. I'm finally back and not talking to myself. It's awesome. I love it. What's going on, everybody? If you sing ever again, you might as well start talking <laughs> to yourself because I'm not fucking doing a podcast with you. <laughs> oh, we have a lot to talk about, honestly. Um, a lot... A lot's happened since the last time that we both talked. Even a lot's happened since the last time you went on your little rant about the MLB. The MLB is just crumbling every single day. Every yeah, single if you haven't listened, go check out my Solo Dolo podcast. I broke down all the free agency stuff we had over Thanksgiving break. It was a fucking – Jesus. It was nonstop. But go check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. Bonus episode. Yeah, little there's plug. a couple go of um, – there's a couple of NFL stories we'll get into too, but I guess we could just start – we could, we could start with um, – Let's just start with MLB. Let's get the MLB out of the way because I feel it'll be our uh, least topic talked about just because at this yeah. point there's a lockout and there's really nothing to talk about because it's just – Yeah, you can describe it the same way I started the bonus episode where I said it's everyone's least favorite sport but most interesting around this time of year. <laughs> Even though it's not our least favorite sport, just in general. And baseball is probably the least popular of the big four. Maybe hockey, but um, – no, it's been a disaster with the lockout. We had it. We could see it coming. I mean, you saw the shit with COVID when they had – it took them until, what was it, July or August to get a season going. And they had the 60-game season, and there was all the collective bargaining, and then the deals came out. The thing that pissed me off the most – I don't know if you saw this quote. It was Rob Manfred discussing – and first off, we already know. We've said it multiple times. He is um, against baseball. He hates baseball. And He's he wants to destroy it from the inside. So, I think if you went back, if you went back to our early podcast, we probably, I think we said he probably tried so hard to be a baseball player as a young child and he sucked so bad and got cut from every single team in his youth, childhood and adulthood. So he just has a vendetta against baseball and wants to single-handedly tear it down. We've been pretty right on our MLB takes where it was fuck Trevor Bauer and his yep. scumbag shit. Yep. And then Rob Manfred is an agent from the other three professional sports, the major ones, trying to take it down from the inside. He had a quote today. I don't know if you've seen this. It's about the free agency thing. And he said, um, it's not good for the fans. It's not good for the game. When guys just get up and leave their teams and do all this shit, it's not good. It, it draws negative attention to the sport. And he said that with a straight face, Sean. Can you remember a time where there's been so much draw on Major League Baseball in December, late, late November, early December? Nope. I, I it's like the, the, the NFL, how they do free agency and they have like the, uh, the opening of the league year and all those signings come fast and furious and everyone's like glued to Twitter, scrolling, trying to see who's, who the team's going to get, who they're losing, what's going on. That's fucking awesome. I, he is so out of touch. It's actually crazy. Like he's trying to change the game and make it faster and more. High, when it, no one cares about that shit. And then he says stuff like this where it's like free agency is bad for baseball. It's like, no, it's fucking not. You want people to talk about your sport year-round. The NFL is a year-round league. It's a copy their fucking model. Do put a deadline on free agency. Put a, a deadline on all this shit. Make it fast and furious. Like trade deadline. 
July 31st or whatever it is. I think they moved it up this year, but you know what I'm saying? Like the day or two before the trade deadline leading up to that four o'clock is like the most fucking scrolling Twitter, scrolling through, got to see what your team's doing kind of thing. It's just so interesting. And fans love that. And he's so out of touch with what Major League Baseball needs and what the fans love. It's crazy. You're right, because now at least you got to witness your signings. Now I have to wait. Now all these fans still have to wait. There's big names that are out there right now. And you don't know how long this is going to go on. What's it going to go to? I've heard January. I've heard February. I've heard as late as March. And if it's March, I guarantee you opening day will get pushed back probably closer to Memorial Day weekend, like around our birthday. And, and we don't want that again. That's not what you want. You need as much exposure to baseball as possible. Listen, you and I have an affinity for baseball just because we grew up with it. A lot of people don't have that, especially grew the up with it, gener- played it, yeah. did all that. Yeah. The younger generation, our dads were into it. A lot of people, the younger generation, they don't really grow up with football. I mean, with baseball. And it's also such a regional sport. It's the yeah. biggest. It's Again, you care about the Mets. I care about the Yankees. Do I care about some highlights and some other players? Yeah, the good ones. But for the most part, I don't give a fuck what the Angels do against the Rangers on a Thursday night. Not staying up at 10.30 on a Thursday night watching Mariners-Angels. Exactly. So getting back to your point, this the offseason is really important because it draws a lot of attention to your sport. Sports Center is nonstop covering it. All the sports outlets, sports radio shows, Twitter, Instagram, it's all over the place. And now that's halted and – you're the guy that wants to bring baseball back to life and you're doing the complete opposite. You're fucking phony. Get the fuck out of here. It's just annoying too, because they're going to get surpassed by the NHL at this rate. The NHL just sold their rights. They're going to get surpassed by the MLS. Well, that that could be too. That could be coming, but they're going to get surpassed by the NHL, which is the other major four or the other sport in the major four, because the NHL just sold their rights to ESPN. So all of their games are on ESPN. Their teams are talking about it. Um, They've got expansion teams. Could you even imagine – I had a, a listener pose this question for the, the MLB pod talking about expansion teams in the Carolinas. And I can't, see the, I can't see the Major League Baseball putting another expansion team anywhere. The only place I could think of was Vegas, but I don't think there's a draw for a baseball team anywhere no. because it's a dying sport at this point because the commissioner is so fucking blind to what the sport actually needs. And you were 100% right where it's – they need to draw attention to your sport year-round. You need to highlight your superstars – I know everyone hates all the people or all the MLB players that are too vocal on social media. And there's one that just, but that's what you need, but, but you need guys like that. Like you need, you need higher ilk than a guy like Marcus Stroman, no pun intended, but you need bigger superstars to be that way. Trevor Bauer tried it. You need free agency too. Like, I don't understand his point. Like, Nobody's Every, gonna watch yeah. the Mets. Nobody's gonna want to want to watch the Mets from the Midwest or from the the West, unless Jacob Degrom's pitching. Now it's Degrom and Scherzer. That's another national game that a fan could watch. Someone could stumble across because it'll be on because there are two good players on the team. Yeah, you need to have that free agency. Players need to start coming together and playing on the same team because MLB is so spread out. You got some two of the best players. Otani and Trout all the way in, in LA. No one even gives a fuck about either of them. They're on the second they can't, best team in their own city. Yeah, and they can't even make the playoffs. I mean, it's just frustrating too because you get like like tonight, for example. Tonight we're talking we're talking on Thursday, recording this live. We're both going to be dialed in to Cowboys and Saints. 
I mean, they're in the Cowboys play in my division, but even if it wasn't that, I still watched, I think it was Miami and Baltimore when Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson was out on Thursday night because it's the NFL and that's what it is. Like, I'm going to watch the those Jets games. Colts. The Jets would, Colts on Thursday night. I would never tune into a Wednesday night baseball game on ESPN for St. Louis and uh, Milwaukee playing just yeah. a random like, regular season game. And that's the, the problem right there. It's, there's no marketing. There's no highlighting their superstars. And there's no draw. There's no draw at all. And this was the only time that there's been a draw in the past, like, five, ten years. Usually free agency the past couple of years has been dragging on through spring training and right to the yeah. beginning of the year. If you got – remember the, the Harper-Machado year? Those guys didn't sign until, like, mid-February. It was, like, right – it was, like, right smack dab in the middle of spring training. So, it's – like, you had, you had agents holding special spring training for unsigned free agents because there were so many of them. Like, let – let this happen. Let Major League Baseball actually do something that draws people to its sport. It's also it a really bad look. It's a bad look yeah. a year removed from co- the COVID season, too. Like well, we talked about that successful when the COVID season. season. Yeah, when yeah. the COVID season was happening, we talked about that. It's a terrible look. This is so, something that everyone needs. Like everyone's clamoring, hey, get your sport in the fucking game. Play the games, do what you got to do. We need this while everyone's locked inside, and they didn't capitalize on it until the fucking summer. But a sixty-game season starting in like July, like there was a good three months where they could have easily, easily been playing baseball games with no people in the stands, but still having televised baseball games for people to watch. Those ratings would have been great. But no, they were greedy fucks, and this is the, the direct result of that. The players and the union hates the the ownership groups and the ownership groups hate the players because they think they make too much money. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next 10 years, they try to put a fucking salary cap in baseball, which would draw it even. I mean, that would be the end of baseball at that point. If they put a salary cap on this sport, it would be the absolute end. I mean, there's already kind of like a looming quasi salary cap and luxury tax. But if your owner has enough money to pay for it, brush off my shoulders a little bit. um, It doesn't really matter. So it's it's just frustrating when a sport that you grew up loving is just going down the toilet because the commissioner is blind and has no fucking clue. Huh. And it's kind of hard to defend too because a lot of my friends hate baseball. It's like oh, baseball is boring. Baseball is this. Yeah. Baseball is that. None of them ever played it. And I'm like, I always have to argue and and hold my firm stance on baseball. But then I I think about it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I even saying? No matter what mm-hmm. I say to them, no matter what I show them, they're not going to like baseball. I don't even really like it anymore. The direction of the game, it's not going in the right direction. It's, it's sad because it's what we grew up with. And in however many years, our kids might not be able to watch baseball because their attention spans might not be there. And maybe like you said, MLS or NHL or even, I remember, I, I doubt this will ever happen. And this is a sport that I played. Even played in college, the MLL, the, the MLL or the PLL, or whatever they're calling it right now with lacrosse. I'm, I'm, they were trying to say that that was going to overtake Major League Baseball, and that'll never be the case. But it's, I mean, the fact that's even a conversation. Like, could you imagine the PLL taking on like NBA or NFL? No, they the ratings have to get the building. People are actually having conversations about the MLS and PLL taking over Major League Baseball. You'd have to add, you'd have to add an ESPN four to put that shit on there because no one would want to fucking watch. ESPN the Ocho. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. But, but yeah, uh, it's sad times you know, in baseball. Manfred figured the fuck out. Figured and another out. free agent news: My guy Marcus Stroman signs with the Cubs. RIP Marcus. No one Richard. cares. He sucks. John's butthurt because he didn't want to play. I, I don't give a fuck about him. Not yeah, he's butthurt that the Yankees just didn't another, want him. 
Just another <laughs> guy the Yankees couldn't sign. I would not Tough want luck. him, so it's perfectly fine with me. Tough luck. All right. Baseball. Done. I'm done talking Bang. about it. I'm sick talking about it. I'll see you guys in fucking March when they actually decide something. Maybe April. Now to the most important sport of the year. Or this time of year, I should say. The most important sport ever in general. It's basically what started our the best. podcast, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, week, it's what, 13? Yeah. This is going to throw us off towards the end, too, when it's like week 17 or week 18 or whatever. I legitimately thought it was yeah. week 12 today because yeah. all of the records, I was like, it's I forgot tough. the buys were so early. So you want to start with the, the week 12 recap? <clears throat> uh, yeah, sure. Right before I get into the Colts, I actually it'll be short with the Colts because I'm really disappointed in them. Um, <laughs> Zach Wilson had the worst interception I think I I've think ever seen could, yeah. live. I like you legitimately don't think that he can make worse plays or make himself less desirable or look worse than he already has, but he continues to do it on a every Sunday basis. He sucks. Well, did you see? I didn't think this could be top. Did you see that Daniel Jones interception in the Bucks game where he threw it to the defensive lineman who was on the yes, ground? yes. I didn't think that could be topped until I saw that Zach Wilson. That that was absolutely embarrassing. Um. I feel bad for the Jets. I don't know how they won that game, honestly. I know that was the one game got wrong in the Instagram picks, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I was pissed. I was almost perfect. And it ruined my parlay, too. I had a yeah. – actually, no, I think it was a teaser. It was the only one I got wrong in the teaser. Um, but, yeah. The, the Bengals banked around the Steelers. That game – so, I watched the Giant-Eagle game at the bar, and on either side of the TV I was watching, on the right, it was the Bengals-Steeler game, which was an absolute blowout. And then on the left, above the garbage can, ironically, was the Jet uh, Texans game. So, like, everyone that was on <laughs> they that definitely side of the did bar that was watching the Giant Eagle game. So, it was all trash games on one side of the bar. But, um, but yeah, no, it, I, I was way off. I, I mean, me too. You've, you've heard me rip the Steelers a new asshole all year. And the one week I felt good about them, they just got their dicks blown off. Like, Big Ben <laughs> – <laughs> Big Ben looked like the girls that he meets in the bathroom. That's what he looked like, allegedly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to throw that allegedly in there for legal purposes. But, yeah, no, that was an ugly game. Uh, what was the final? It was 41, 41 to, 10. to 10. Jesus Christ. And, I mean, I had some rooting interest in that game with Jamar Chase. Um, he didn't do much. But the fact that the Steelers, for the first three quarters of the game, only scored three points, and then they had a garbage time touchdown is laughable. Pathetic. So they're Dolphins. five. They're five and five now too. So like, there's. I know. I mean, they might finish in fourth place in that division. I, I mean, I had them in in our in the predictions. I had them finishing in fourth. They they absolutely suck. Ben's done. He's hinted at retirement for two years. He can't even move. He, he's terrible. I would honestly sit him and just play Dwayne Haskins and just see if he's like somewhat <laughs> even serviceable because you're gonna have to take a quarterback in this upcoming draft. The reclamation right. project. The Dolphins absolutely manhandled Cam and kind of yeah. put a damper on his on back celebration. Yeah, that was difficult for me too, starting Cam Newton in fantasy yeah. football. Yeah. Um, the all you need to know about this game: the Dolphins' defense very good, Cam Newton not very good. Got benched. Got benched for PJ Walker. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. It's not not looking good for them. Um, how about the Panthers starting out? What was it? Three and zero, four and zero, something like that, and now yep. five and seven. Absolutely Same. brutal. I mean, the Broncos started out 3-0, and too. I mean, the Broncos are 6-5. and five. Talk about the Broncos beating the Chargers. The Chargers are super inconsistent. It, every time they're up, 
everyone's like, this is a team you got to look out for. And then they have this embarrassing ass loss to a team that they should be beating handily. Of course. Yeah. And then, I mean, everyone thought this was going to be the game of the day. It probably was at this point, Packers Rams. Um, that was, I mean, Aaron Rodgers limps out there on his toe. He just starts slinging again. He's, he's incredible. Can we just admit that if it wasn't for the COVID shit, he'd probably be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Like he just goes out there every week and just fucking slings. He threw for it's effort. It's really, it's, it's effortless. Yeah. It's he is. And I've said this multiple times and it's not even trying to be like, like suck his dick at all. He is the most talented quarterback I have ever seen play football. I would agree. Like, in our 25 years on earth, he is the most talented. And that includes Tom Brady. Don't most say that ever again. Thrower. We're too old. I don't want to hear that. I'm 25. <laughs> uh but yeah, so the, the Packers beat the Rams 36 to 28. Is it panic time for the Rams? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I heard uh, Daryl Henderson's a little shaken up. I think Odell's shaken up too. They don't have the weapons that everyone thought they did. And Stafford can't seem to win the big games. So come playoff time, I guess we'll see because Stafford's never played in the playoffs before, right? Uh, I think he's ever maybe one game and he lost. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really trust. I think Stafford's a great quarterback. But when it comes down to these big games, I don't think that they're going to be able to beat, especially if it goes through Lambeau. Home field advantage is so important, especially in that cold, the cold weather games. If it goes through Lambeau, no, I don't think anyone's beating them there because the Giants aren't going to be in the playoffs. Exactly. There you go. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, it's uh, Stafford's definitely come back down to earth. And I think that Robert Woods injury hurts a lot more than we thought it was. Yeah, it does. Everyone thought they were just a lot of screens and arounds. Yeah. Everyone thought they were going to just easily replace him with OBJ, and now we're finding out that, that he's not the guy that – well, not finding out. We're reaffirming that he's not the guy he used to be. So I think it's time to worry with the Rams a little bit. The Packers are surviving with all of their injuries. Um, I know Rodgers is banged up. They lost Jones for a couple of weeks. Um, really, I mean, all you need on that team, though, is 12 and 17, and you're good. That's I mean, true. Devontae Adams, again, is the best receiver in football. It's crazy. Um but yeah, so that was a good game. And then is it time to bury the Seahawks? Yes. I think it is. Stop putting them on prime time it, games. I, I can't. How many prime time games have they had? Seriously, I feel like I watch them every Thursday or Monday night or Sunday night. I'm starting to I'm starting to feel them getting the Giants treatment where for some reason they keep throwing on prime time. It's ridiculous. Um I no line defense isn't what it should be. They overpaid for Jamal Adams. And super overpay. I mean, he, he's so bad. When you're losing games to the Washington football team on Monday night, when you're only putting up 15 points, you've got Russell Wilson. He's the one bright spot. They don't have a run game. They don't at all. Their run game is Russell Wilson running for his life. That's their run game. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people thought through, what is it, 12 weeks now that they'd be eight or three and eight. They're, that's their fourth. That was their fourth I didn't prime think, time game. I didn't think they'd be bad, but I didn't think I, I didn't think they'd be good. But I didn't think they'd be this bad. If that makes uh, yeah, I agree. Um, they're fucking terrible. Yeah, and it sucks too because like they have some talent on their offense, like DJ they, Tyler Lockett, like well, yeah. the Carson injury early too kind that of that hurt early up, but on. I, but. Again, when has Russell Wilson his whole career? Well, he's been on the on the Seahawks for what nine, ten years now. He's been running around like a madman. They have they've had no offensive line, and they've never built one around him. And this just pisses me off too, because every time the Seahawks struggle, 
you get those fucking rumors where it's like Russell Wilson wants New York. Russell Wilson wants would, to come to the Giants. Okay, I'm like that was gonna up. be my that was my question. Would you take him? A hundred percent, I'd take him, but it'll never happen. Like for both for both the firsts this year and a little bit more. I probably give up one. They probably want both. One one Jones and like another starter, maybe. You don't think want to. You think that you think if the the Eagles hear that the Giants are in conversation with with um the Seahawks for Russ, that the Eagles don't end up trading was it? They have like seven and eight, seven and eight instead of you know, like maybe five and six. (laughs) I don't know, man. I there's a lot of, for this offseason. I know it's a little bit early to talk about. It. There's some quarterbacks that can. Oh be my out. god, it's gonna be so much fun. Deshaun Watson. Everyone for, forgot about him. He's he's gonna be out there. Russell Wilson most likely is gonna be out there. I mean, if you're the Giants, you do whatever it takes to get either of those guys. But I'm not giving up both my first round picks for that. Maybe I'll give up a one this year. And Jimmy G will probably be one. moving. Exactly. If I, if I'm talking Russell Wilson or Deshaun, actually for Russell Wilson, I'd probably give up a one this year and a one next year. I wouldn't give up both this year. Um, I definitely give up two first round picks, just not in the same year. For Deshaun, I'd probably give up whatever it took. If I wanted, if Deshaun Watson was able to come to the Giants, I give up both ones. I give up Saquon. I give up Daniel Jones. Whatever it takes. Um, but Russ, with his injury history, I don't know. Yeah. All right. But Fair speaking enough. speaking of my team. I'll start yeah, it off go, since, since go first. I got a little bit of a rant and there's some injury news as well. And plus, uh, you guys won. So, yeah, we'll start with a win. Start on Ug- ugly win. Did not like watching this game. It gave me fucking heartburn. I took a bunch of fireball shots. It was not fun. Well, that was fun, but it wasn't fun. Fireball, what are you, what are you a 19 year old girl? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how it goes. Um, 13 to 7. Band. The defense is the only bright spot here. Um, Patrick Graham's really good. Xavier McKinney is really good. I was down on him in the beginning of the year. He has shown up. He's been playing like a Pro Bowl caliber defense since Drew Peppers came out, which makes me a little bit upset because that means Pep's probably on his way out next year. But that's what happens when I buy through these jerseys. Um, the defense played really well. They absolutely bottled up Jalen Hurts, who is a fraud and should not be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, the offense. This was the big topic last week when we talked. Jason Garrett fired, Brady Kitchens in. We're thinking they're going to try and air the ball out. Um, they did nothing. Zero. Daniel Jones got hurt early on. Apparently, he's got a neck injury. Well, we were thinking the worst. Um, we were thinking Mike Glennon starting the rest of the way. It's looking more and more likely now that Jan- Daniel Jones is probably going to play, which, thank fucking God, um, as long as he's healthy, he's the best option on that team by a, a landslide. But also, it's starting to scare me a little bit because – Saquon is not Saquon. Um, he's missing holes. I don't know if you saw. Actually, you probably didn't see. I follow these guys. One of the Talking Giants guys did an offensive line breakdown, and it was all 13 of Saquon's rushes, which the fact he's only getting 13 carries is ridiculous. It was all yeah. 13 of his runs. He had one really big one where he looked good. I think it was like a 20- or 30-yard run. But the rest of them, it's like he either has nowhere to go because the O-line sucks, or there's holes that he used to be able to hit. He's just not hitting anymore. He's picking the wrong spots. He's not – he's trying to bounce outside again like he was in the beginning of his rookie year. It's just – it's not what you want to see from your second overall pick. You you draft a bell cow that's supposed to be a franchise changer, and he's not being that guy. That's and, why Gettleman's not – I think when they finally fire him, he's going to be yeah. tied to all these terrible picks he's had, and he's really not going to get another chance. 
No, it's and it sucks too because he's such a good guy. He's the face of the franchise at this point because he's like the New York icon. But when you're not backing it up on the field, it's it's hard to it's hard to stay on two legs, which is no pun intended there because his legs are dead at this point. Also, he looks small. I don't know if you saw those pictures of him pregame. He, I think it might be because of all the rehab and shit. Like he no longer looks like say quads. He just looks <laughs> like a dude, and it's 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 frustrating. So he doesn't. He still has the speed. I don't know if you saw that one long run. He was outrunning people, but he just doesn't have like. And I don't know if it's rust. I don't know if it's just he's not that guy anymore. But he's just not hitting holes, and it it's frustrating, um, especially when he's getting outplayed by their backup Devontae Booker. So, and I had to hear about that all game. And probably was fun. They're saying, "Oh, is that Saquon wearing 28? It's like, Shut the fuck up, fucking fans. Um, other side note: They retired Michael Strahan's number. That was pretty cool. Um, and apparently, the crowd there was uh, very pro Giants, which is not usual for a division game. And I'm not expecting that when I go up and they play Dallas. But hey, we came out with a win. Um, Jones's injury in the beginning of the week looked bad. It's looking better now. I'm hoping if he has to sit a game, this would be the game to sit him because Miami brings all that like Not zero sure. blitz shit. But we'll we'll talk. Do you let's... have an exotic exotic defense to yeah. quote Robert Sala? That's why he didn't start Zach Wilson that one week. Uh, boy. <laughs> but um, we'll we'll break down our matchups coming up. But um, I just wanted to break down the uh, the week twelve Giants win. So yeah, the Giants that, that win four was... and seven. They're still alive in the playoff hunt, which is hilarious to think about. But <laughs> go ahead to your team, then we can break down I'll, the matchups. I'll just up. like a couple of comments on that Giant Eagles game. That game was pathetic. It fucking sucked. I thought the Eagles would cover. Jalen Hurts is one of the most up and down quarterbacks in the league. And I think right now that's not what you need. And I think, I think what the Eagles have three top 15 picks right now as it stands. Yes. So I think they could definitely pick like Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett. But yeah, I don't think Hurts is going to be. The, I don't think, I don't think, no, Sam Howell sucks. I don't think Hurts is going to be the answer. I think Jones has done enough to be a quarterback there. But again, if Gettleman gets fired, that's, you know, you're tied to the quarterback and stuff. So every GM wants his guy. So I could definitely see them moving on from Daniel Jones, but I don't know. I, I think he's played well enough and especially with injuries and shit like that too. But yeah, they, they definitely got to move on from Saquon and that's going to go down as one of the worst picks in giant history. Yeah. Especially with the need at that. At, I mean, yeah, they, they needed so much else. Like you needed a quarterback in that draft. You needed offensive line help. The thing, the thing that kills me the most, I don't know if we talked about this last week, the breakdown of how that draft went. Um, they could have either traded back or they could have drafted Quentin Nelson there and then taken Nick Chubb as the second mm-hmm. pick in the, in the Will Hernandez spot. Yep. Um, Imagine that. So that makes me want to fucking die. <laughs> you know what makes me want to die? Watch when the Colts are up in. 17 to 7 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you have one of the best running backs in the NFL, the best running back in the NFL right now, Thank and you, you do for not it. And you do not run him more than three times to end the half. And they ended, I think it was like 24 to 14 at halftime. But as soon as you saw the, the Bucks get the ball back and start rolling, you knew it was over. Wentz kept throwing picks. They weren't running JT. Again, JT has all these numbers, and you would think like, oh, he's got 24, 25 carries. He's got like no, 16, he 17. Yeah, he just breaks runs. for. Uh, they got to feed him more often because having Wentz try and come back once is never going to be a fourth quarter comeback guy. You need to have the lead and you need to run JT to run out the clock. So 
I don't understand the play calling in that game. That was a game that was very winnable. And I mean, they threw the ball 44 times. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. They threw the ball 44 times and they were up for at least two and a half quarters, almost yeah. three quarters. So they got to figure their shit out. They're fringe playoff right now. So, uh, I mean, if they're going to make some noise, they got to just run JT, especially because I need him for fantasy too. So. <laughs> and I mean, that's, don't get me wrong. That's a tough matchup. That's the defending Super Bowl champs. That's, Tom Brady, that's a really good yeah, run defense. Yeah, we had so. your, we had their number early, so yeah, and you tagged them early. But I mean, I get trying to stay away from the run in that run defense. But when you're up by two scores in the fourth quarter, you got to run the ball. You just have to, and you have a, a running back and an offensive line that can do it. So, yeah, and with the remaining schedule, uh, with the remaining schedule to make the playoffs, that's a huge. That would have been a huge yeah. game to win. Huge, exactly. but exactly a game they should win. The first of our picks, we'll start with the Colts. They are giving 10, right? That's what we have on our sheet. 10. You've got it. To the uh, Texans. The Texans have played way better than I, I've thought. I thought they were going to be 0-17 or close to 0-17, 1-16. I read Taylor's uh, a magician. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to be a magician this game. The Colts defense is still playing really well. I expect Jonathan Taylor, again, to have a touchdown or two. I think they're going to run the ball, keep it out of the Texans' hands, and even when the Texans have the ball, they're not moving shit against the Colts' defense. I could see it being like a low-scoring game, but there's no way the Texans make up for the 10 points, so I'm taking the Colts. Minus I'm with you. I'm with you there. There's not much else you can say. I mean, on paper, this matchup looks like it could be a blowout. Yes. The way the Colts played last week. I mean, discount uh, their uh, fourth quarter. But. And T.Y. T.Y. against the Texans is a murder. Straight-up <laughs> stone-cold killer. Every time yeah. he plays them. Yeah, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I'm taking the Colts also with minus the 10. That's, that's – I mean, I'm going to say it's easy right now. And you can quote old things, expose me when they either cover or win. But <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, my team, we got the Dolphins this week. I was worried because I thought it was going to be Mike Glennon. Um, it's looking more and more like Daniel Jones is going to play. The line right now is at four. It opened at three. It's now at four for the Dolphins. Um, I've been back and forth on this one. The Jones news makes me a little bit happier. Um, I know where Sean's going already. We talked about it off air, but I'm taking the Giants plus four. Um, I was going to take them even with Glennon. I switched back and forth, but I really do think that the way the Giants defense is playing, this is going to be a really low scoring game. So the <laughs> they have the under on ESPN too, the over under. It's at 40 and a half, which I might actually <laughs> hate. I might actually take that too, because I don't think, I mean, the Giants haven't scored more than 20 points in like weeks. So. Um, I'm taking the Giants plus four. I think if Jones plays, the offense can be competent. I think the defense might get some takeaways. I don't trust the, uh, the Dolphins offense at all. I think between Tua and Gaskin and Waddle, they have some weapons, but they haven't really figured out how to use them yet. I mean, last week they pummeled Cam Newton and the Panthers, but the Panthers also lost to the Giants. So by default, yeah. the Giants are going to win this game. That's my logic there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going with the Dolphins. Uh, regardless whether it was Daniel Jones or not, I just don't think the Giants are a good team. Uh, I think they have all the talent in the world on their team. I just don't think they're a great team. They're not really coached that well either. Again, we talked about it. I don't think Saquon's really going to be able to do much. I think they're going to fall down early and be forced to throw the ball. The Dolphins' defense is good enough to hold them. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but definitely – I think the Dolphins cover the four points. I would say like a touchdown game, maybe a 10-point game. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's going to be a close game, but um, I don't know. I just there's something about playing the Dolphins that I just I don't know if it's there's a they're on a roll media. too. And well, I, they've been, I don't they've know. been one of the hottest teams in football, but it's, I don't know if it's something about like historically they just haven't been very good in the last ten years. It's like you see that logo on your schedule. And you're like, oh, it's, yeah, they could be they could be seven and five instead of five and seven. Also, side note. Even if the Giants do lose this game, it might be good for me because if the Dolphins win out, my Dolphins nine and a half wins over under. Nice. Could hit. I'll have them win out though. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, that's the only thing that's on the line. If the Giants break that, that would be the reason the Giants break my heart though. They take my my fifty dollars and, uh, and shove it up my own ass by beating the probably, and then get a worse draft there. pick and then fuck up the draft pick. I've already said this a million times about the draft. I don't give a fuck about the draft picks. I'm never a guy. I, I don't care about tanking, especially when you have the Bears draft pick too. Um, the Bears are as bad as could be. So, yeah, how oh. Nagy still has a job is is beyond. Well, me. you know why that is, right? We talked about this. The yeah, Bears have never said. fired a head coach midseason, and he has like inside franchise. information or something. No, it's not that. It's their their ownership just doesn't want to have a, a black mark on their record. On their huh. records. They, well, they literally so. in their entire. They're one of the original six, I think, too. Or I don't know what they call it in football. I know hockey is the original six, but they're like one of the original teams back in the 1900s. Cool. They've never they've never fired a coach midseason. I hope they hire me next. Yeah, fuck it. You know, so they'll never fire Hell yeah. yeah. But um, all right. So those are our two local picks. Um, as you guys know, we pick five each week, including the two locals. Um, cue the music. I can start because I think I started with the Colts. Yeah. And since we were just talking about the Bears. Go for it. I'm going to take the other team, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. I thought you were going die Bears. No. Da Bears. Minus seven and a half uh, at the Bears. The Bears are a terrible team. Yeah. I don't trust Fields. I don't trust Nagy. Allen Robinson's hurt. What about Dalton? No. Dalton sucks. The Red Rifle, I mean, he was never good. I just don't think that they're set up well. They don't have a fucking good offensive line. And and it makes me sad because I drafted David Montgomery with high hopes too. And they just can't get anything going. He's getting tackled behind the line. But I think Kyler and and Hopkins are going to play. And obviously the Cardinals are one of the highest scoring teams in the league when both of them play and the Bears cannot score. So I just do not see that game being close at all. So I'm taking Cardinals minus seven and a half. Pick number one. What is pick number two? Oh, we're going to do like that? All right. Yeah. Yeah, knock out all three. All right. Uh, pick number two. Again, I don't know how this is as low as it is. I don't think the opposition's good at all. I'm taking the Raiders minus two and a half against the Washington football team, who I don't know if you just saw a story. Robert Griffin the third claimed he was, like, sexually assaulted by a member of the team, and he's coming out with a book. Did see that. So all the more reason to root against them. <laughs> nah, I don't know. The Raiders. They're the highest and, team in football, dude. They just beat yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah, definitely. And the Raiders are good, too. Max Crosby's having an insane defensive. He's, he's almost like defensive player of the year. I just remember watching him on Hard Knocks and everything and being like, damn, this dude works in that hard. And now he's, you know, like second in the league in sacks or something like that. Hard work pays off. That's why we're still yeah. here. So I'm taking Raiders minus two and a half. <laughs> Fuck the football right. team. And then for my final pick, I'm going to 
go out west or Midwest to Kansas City. And I'm going to take the Denver Broncos plus nine and a half at the Chiefs. Ooh. Ooh. At Arrowhead. Really? The Chiefs, it's, the t- it's one of the toughest places to play. The Chiefs can't cover. The Broncos defense isn't playing relatively well. It's a division game. I could see it being like a one score game. I'm fairly confident in that game. So, yes, that's the game that's I'm taking. Chiefs off a of bye is very interesting. Yeah. But, all right. So, that's, that's Sean's uh, three slash five, I guess, with the locals. Um, Actually, I, after like reading those back, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this week was weird. Looking through these games, it was hard to pick. Um, the local games, obviously, we pick each week. I've got the Giants plus four, I've got the Colts minus the 10. Um, I'm going to start, and I'm going to start in the Midwest. I think it's called. Right. Geography. I was just over there. Geography. That wasn't our strong suit. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers on the road plus three in Cincinnati. Wow. I think this is a classic spot for a letdown. They just kicked the shit out of the Steelers. Um, And everyone's saying the Chargers are overrated. I kind of agree a little bit. Um, People are. are. They've let me down on this pick segment like every week. (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I was high on the Chargers at the beginning of the year. Everyone was ready to crown Herbert the next great quarterback. He's been spotty. The defense has been spotty. Their run game's been awful. I mean, Austin Eckler is just not good. I mean, he's not healthy one, but also when he is healthy, he's not that guy anymore. Um, But with all that being said, I think this is one of those classic NFL games where it doesn't make any sense, but this team is going to somehow win on the road. So I'm taking the Chargers plus three. That's my logic. There is my logic is that there is no logic. The NFL is a mag, magician's what do they call it hat, where you can pull a rabbit out of the hat at all times. Yeah, bro. That's the what it is. Hat. See, I didn't know where I was going with that analogy until I finished it up there, but I think I wrapped that up pretty well. So, first game is Chargers plus three in Cincy. Um, second game, we are going down to a division game, and it's uh-huh. the same division actually as the Bengals. I'm taking the Ravens minus the four and a half on the road. I'm liking the road teams this year um, for this pick. I'm going to just repeat what I've said the past, what is it, 12 weeks? Steelers aren't very good. They just got their shit stuffed in by the Bengals. Um, Big Ben's dead. Mike Tomlin's fighting with his receivers. Did you see that? Chase Claypool was like, hey, oh, maybe, yeah. we can play some, maybe we can play some music at well, practice. Well, Tomlin Claypool, to go fuck yourself. Claypool seems like one of the most, I mean, listen, Claypool seems like one of the most annoying, nonsensical, immature football players on the field. And to top that off, Juju Smith-Schuster is also on the team. And I was to say they got both of them. On top of that, Mike Tomlin also uh, coached Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. So give Mike Tomlin a break and cut him some fucking slack. He's dealt with some crazy motherfuckers. He's probably sick and tired of this shit. Hot take. Mike Tomlin's going to be a college coach next year. Yeah, I keep hearing that too. Oh, oh. But <laughs> you're, not, you're not concerned about – the Ravens' inability to score over the past couple of weeks? No, I don't think it'll matter. They could score 14 points and beat the Steelers. I do not think it'll well, matter. That's uh, what they're that's what they're <laughs> averaging over the, the last yeah, three weeks. They're exactly. averaging about 14 points. The Ravens haven't been anything to write home about, but like I said, like you think that the what I said about the Bengals, where it's a little bit of a letdown spot. I think this is where the Ravens come up and just shit stuff. You know what's crazy? Hold on, before you get into your, your other pick, the Ravens schedule the rest of the season. Is very difficult. The, the Bengals could sneak in and, and take that and take the division. They play the Steelers, but then they play the Browns, the Packers, the Bengals, the Rams, and then they end with the Steelers. It's a lot, of, a lot of yeah. losses in there. I don't see yeah. a lot of 
chances for them to win. But um, I would love to. I'd love for the Bengals to make the playoffs. Joe Burrow deserves it. That Joe Burrow Jamar Chase combo has been nasty all year. So um, yeah, so I'm taking the Ravens minus four and a half on the road in Pittsburgh. And then final pick, we're going last game of the week, the premier matchup. Uh, Pats Bills. Bills are minus two and a half. Um, everyone's sucking the Pats dicks. Everyone loves Belichick and Mac Jones. The defense is playing Rightfully really well. So. I'm taking the Bills at home, baby. Minus That's two fine. and a half. I mean, Josh I, Allen, MVP. The Bills I defense is the best in the NFL. Um, yeah, I was going to say, we're both agreement, in agreement on this pick. But I'm taking the Bills minus two and a half. I think they win this game by at least two touchdowns. Damn. I'm just going to say, I think this is going to be one of those games where the Bills make their statement and win that division based off of this game. And that's, that's what's going to happen Monday night. Tune in. Bills minus two and a half. I, so, damn. <laughs> I don't know about two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. I'm thinking it's going to be like a 34-10 type performance damn. from the Bills. That means Mac Jones is probably dead. <laughs> They're going to have to go and trade for Jimmy G next year because Mac Jones Dude. has brain damage. But, all right, to recap our picks, I'm going to start off. I have the Giants on the road, plus four in Miami. I have the Colts, minus 10 on the road in Houston. Uh, the three non-local picks, I got the Chargers, plus three in Cincinnati. The Ravens, minus four and a half on the road in Pittsburgh. And the Bills, the only home team this week that I'm taking, minus two and a half on Monday Night Football against the New England Mac Joneses. Sean, what are your week 13 picks? So I really need to bounce back this week. I've been killing you all year, but you really made up some ground in that last week. Did. Um, so I got the Colts minus 10. I got the uh, Dolphins minus four. I got the Cardinals minus seven and a half. I got the Raiders minus two and a half. And I got the Broncos plus nine and a half, which I'm kind of regretting. <laughs> it's always good when you make your pick and then immediately regret it. And the yeah. game isn't until Sunday, so you just have to sit there and yeah, stew on it. Yeah, just look at it. But, all right, those are our week 13 picks in the NFL. I think I'm actually going to try – I may cut this out, but I think I'm actually going to try and put some NFL music, like, muted a little bit over our yeah. NFL picks. Might try Just that. don't – as long as we don't get copyrighted. And yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Something was possible. Killed but. by Disney and ESPN <laughs> and, or whoever, the NFL. Oh, man. But – those are our week 13 picks. We wish you all the best of luck in your fantasy matchups slash gambling for the weekend. Um, yeah. You want to just jump right into our, our highlight for the week? Of course. Mount Rushmore? Yeah. We should have like a little drop for this too. We should come up say, with things. There's a lot this of should be something like <laughs> This should be like historical. Like a, I don't know. Like a little like, BBC thing? Yeah, yeah, like, and it doesn't like, uh, big black like the, yeah, like the world history shit, like that it's channel British that you accidentally channel. Everyone yes, out there yes, with dirty minds, yes, of course. I, I, everyone watched Ted Lasso. Everyone knows. All right, um, would you like to tell the audience what our Mount Rushmore is for the week? Yes, our last Mount Rushmore was oh, all time video games, which we tied. I, I believe, don't or maybe it was one by one. I think the Pokemon pick really set it up over the edge. I miss Pokemon. After doing that, I really wanted. I actually looked on Amazon and stuff for like. I have game my Game Boy, dude. That fucking Game Boy, it's awesome. They're the only game I have ridiculous. Is yep. They're ridiculously expensive. I might come down to South Carolina or North Carolina <laughs> and kill you and take it. But today's Mount Rushmore is going to be every child's favorite morning 
breakfast. Cereal. Cereal time. Or if you're just or if, or if you're me, I eat cereal. It's uh, or, or you're just high and you come home late at night. And cereal is also the perfect late night snack. I mean, sometimes I actually enjoy eating cereal later in the day than I did in the morning. These are big picks for me too because if I buy a box of cereal, it lasts for a year. Oh, that's crazy! I can eat a whole box in a day. I think. All right. Um, who's going first? Um, you can go first. Since since you're the cereal we'll go, connoisseur, we'll go one one by one. We're gonna alternate. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the powerhouse. This is the number one, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be on mine. It's cinnamon toast crunch. It's the of only course. one that should be number one on everyone's board. Anyone who picks anything other than cinnamon toast crunch as their number one needs to be have their brain checked. Yeah. It's the only cereal I think I've ever actually bought in the last like five years, to be honest with you. So CTC number one. It's also it's also the only cereal. I know we talked about this off air. You like to eat it dry. That's the yeah. only cereal I really consider eating dry acceptable because mm-hmm. it still tastes good and you got all the shit on your fingers and you just lick it right off. Also, when you eat that, it turns the uh, milk into a sugary treat afterwards. So it no, the whole experience that is just amazing. Then? They sell the cinnamon toast crunch milk bottle. What? Yeah, I've seen it. That should show. be illegal. First of all, it's probably super unhealthy. That should be illegal. No wonder America is going into obesity. It's like drinking melted ice cream. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch on my list. It should be on everyone's list. Um, second, this is a little. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think everyone likes it. It's kind of generic. It's for younger kids. If you want to get them to start eating healthy cereal put air quotes oh or for old people to lower their cholesterol. Jesus. I'm going honey nut Cheerios. All right. I'm glad you went honey nut Cheerios and not the normal Cheerios. Cause anyone who Ew, normal Cheerios bro, what? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know what normal Cheerios taste like. I don't even think I've ever had them in my life. I think honey nut Cheerios is the first cereal I actually ever had to be honest. I think they're I probably there. everyone's first cereal. I mean, but cereal. solid. <laughs> pick. That's a solid pick. Um, um, I got back damn. to that, right? Well, I mean, yeah, we could do that, but. You're not, you uh, can't steal, right? No, we can't steal. Okay. It's Mount Rushmore. It's not top five. I don't gotcha. care. Do you want to go or do you want me to go again? You go again. We'll go snake. I, I'm kind of, I think I'm too, <laughs> too excited. We'll go thin. snake draft, but we are probably going to have a lot of the same. <laughs> I think I'm too excited just because it's cereal. All right. So, um, great commercial back in the early 2000s. Very catchy song. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. I'm going Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Again, the milk turns into something amazing get up, afterwards. Get them up, get them up. It actually does kind of taste like peanut butter. Um, and I will say the peanut butter puffs in Reese's Puffs taste significantly better than the Captain Crunch peanut butter. And the Captain Crunch peanut butter balls ruin the top of your mouth. I don't ever had Captain Period. Well, don't. But on that line, my number two. Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. The only Captain Ooh. Crunch that should be sold. I don't agree. Only one that should be sold. I think an OG. But. Captain Crunch Crunch Berries is probably my second favorite cereal right behind CTC. But you always got to keep that stocked. If I ever have cereal, those are the two that are on deck. And then I'll have another pick. I'll, I'll just agree with you on one of them. Reese's Puffs is also on mine. That's, I'll put that as my number three. See. Oh, that's I thought that was gonna be controversial because a lot of people didn't really like it. Ah, uh, no. Actually, you know what? Since it's on yours, I'm actually not gonna take it. I'm gonna what switch, the? I'm gonna switch my three. 
I'm going to go Apple Jacks, number three. What the fuck? I mean, listen. And you want to know why? It's not even because of the taste of the cereal. It's literally just the commercials. You I those commercials I, when we were younger yeah, with the cinnamon stick and the apple? Yeah. I actually, I, I don't hate Here I come, I am cinnamon. I, I, like, I like Apple Jacks. I like every cereal, but this is just. Apple, apple Jacks, number three. All right. So my last pick. It's going to be last a little two. weird. I think no, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, Reese's Puffs. Oh, okay. And then this is a little weird. I don't even know if you're going to know about it. Uh, some people might not even know about it. It's not even healthy, even though it's Special K. But it's Special K Red Berries. Yeah, buddy. I love that shit. Those fucking strawberries, they're not healthy. I don't know what they do to those they're things. They're like dehydrated I, I, and dude, I would, sugar. I would eat the shit out of just those things. Yeah, that's on my top four. Again, that's an actual box where if I get it, cause those boxes are kind of tiny. I think there's like five servings in the whole box. I'll fucking just throw that into a huge bowl and eat that whole thing. Uh, yeah, no, I don't blame you. Um, four is actually a tough pick. I'm kind of kicking myself for only having four here. I wish we had the five. Yeah. Um, there's two that I'm deciding between. I think I'm going to go in one direction just because I've had, I think I've had this more recently, to be honest with you. I'm going lucky charms. Just and OG and just OG Lucky Charms, and I think it's just because I used to pick the marshmallows out. That's yeah, about that's, it. The cereal like itself who, sucks. Yeah, the cereal itself sucks. But like, I used to just pick the marshmallows out, and that was like the best. So I'm going uh, rounding out the Mount Rushmore and Lucky Charms. It was between that and Cocoa Puffs, but it literally Lucky Charms cereal might as well be. OG non honey nut Cheerios, honey honeyless nut Cheerios with just, just the marshmallows. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Mount Rushmore, mine is cinnamon toast crunch, Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, uh, Apple Jacks, and Lucky Charms. Those are my four. Mine is the Mount Rushmore. cinnamon toast crunch, honey nut Cheerios. I didn't even know they came out with OG Cheerios. <laughs> That's gross. Reese's Puffs and Special K Red Berries. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. All right. Well, we have a little bit of time left. Would you like to do our? Did we do twenty second rants or thirty second rants? I I think it's changed Each every time, and then we've missed it a, gun, a bunch of times. So I don't even know. Let's do let's do thirty. It's just a nice okay. round number. We'll do thirty second rants. Do you have anything prepared, or would you like? To yeah, I mean, I've got like two stories in my head that I can talk about. All right, I'm kind let's, of interested. Let's have you start it up. Then I'll put some time on the clock. Actually, you know what it would be easier for the listeners to hear at home if I set a timer? Timer would be a lot easier because then you can hear it go off instead of just trusting us because we're all so shady. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Okay. Three, two, one, rant. Obviously, first and foremost, fuck Rob Manfred. He needs to get the fuck out of the MLB office so we can progress with the sport and we can let it live on through generations. Enough said about that. Antonio Brown finally being suspended about the fake vaccination cards. Actually hysterical. I saw a meme and it was that guy from Carlos and the bench warmers where he handed the umpire the money and the thing. And it said, I'm 12. It goes, I am vaccinated. Thought that was hysterical. Also, the kid that sucker punched the guy in the Nevada basketball game. You're going to jail. Your life's over. You're never going to college. You're never getting a job. Fuck you. Perfect. Perfect timing. Yep. Wow. You covered a lot on that one. Um, yeah. I'm sticking specifically to college football, but I'll, uh, I'll start it up again. Here we go. Three, two, one, end of the day rant. This is a PSA for all of those college coaches out there that think they can just recruit players for four or five years and not walk out the door. 
Um, I don't know if you saw that video of Brian Kelly addressing his team at seven o'clock in the morning, telling them that he was leaving. It was basically the most cookie cutter thing you could ever see. Um, Brian Kelly's a fucking snake. He went and got the bag, obviously. But Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley, you're both fucking snakes. Transfer portal is the best thing that's ever happened in college football. And the NCAA is corrupt. That's all I have to say about that. Bang. Love it. Oh, that felt good. I love getting those quick little rants off. It goes so much faster when you're talking. It does. Too. You look down, you got 10 seconds. It's crazy. Dude, but, um, I can't believe we used to stress out about like, all right, your presentation needs to be three minutes. I used to be like fucking stress out. That 30 seconds was the fastest 30 seconds that's ever gone by in my life. It's good, though. It's good. We need to get these rants off our chest. Um, I like using those. We're going to continue to do that. I got a post-it note on my laptop now. We're going to continue to do that at the end of each segment now because – I like to do that. You either, either have a rant, you need to get something off your chest, or you want to highlight something, an obscure sport. Um, I, I have a feeling throughout the year, I know um, I've been having some Twitter conversations with some people about this. There's going to be some MLS chat in real talk in the future. <laughs> MLS, soccer country, United States of America, we've got a lot of shit coming up in 2022 where it's you got the World Cup in the summer, MLS season starts for Charlotte FC in February. Um, very exciting stuff. So this might become a soccer podcast. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> as our as our as our ratings and listeners just absolutely yeah, they <laughs> dropped significantly. Oh man! But one thing um, I did want to touch on yeah. though, whoever obviously the Spotify rap just came out and it kind of said everyone's favorite podcast um, and, and I'm music poor and, stuff. and don't have uh, don't have Spotify. I only have that music. So I, does something with i saw it on twitter i don't even it's know a it's, it's a you playlist have, they do it's in top yeah you'd have to look it up or something but i just wanted to give a shout out it's it's both funny but also appreciative to like people that listen to our shit because we don't really take <laughs> this too serious we're just doing this for fun but like if people actually enjoy it and listen to us and you know for the most part it is our friends or people that we know or if you're actually a random person out there that enjoys listening to us thank you yeah, no, really. From the bottom of our hearts, we do appreciate everyone that actually does listen. I know I say that at the end of each podcast, but it's more of a joke where it's like we don't think anyone's listening, but people actually are. Like I went and saw we actually had some ratings. People were actually reviewing our podcast. It was pretty cool. So to everyone out there that listens and everyone that enjoys our content, we appreciate you guys. I know we got a lot of interaction on Instagram. Go follow our Twitter, do all that social media stuff. Um, but keep listening. We got more coming for you. We're going to be more consistent in the future too. Um, I know the past few months has been very spotty when it comes to content on the podcast. We've been us. good the past two weeks, like the past two and a half, three weeks. We've been good. Yeah. I mean, the more time off we have, the better, but no, yeah. we're definitely going to keep holidays, going. holiday season too. <laughs> Merry, Merry Thanksgiving and happy Christmas yeah. to all you guys out there. Um, we'll be back next week at some point, unless there's something huge that happens in the next couple of days. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll do another solo pod on baseball if the lockout breaks within the next couple of weeks, but We'll, uh, we'll probably see you guys again next Thursday and uh, yep. recap the NFL week, all the MLB news, maybe even talk a little hockey. The Islanders are back tonight. Um, yeah, they need to get their shit together. They're finally all healthy from COVID, and I think they're 5-10. and 10, So, yeah, it's, it's go time for the Islanders. We haven't been talking about them a lot. But also, bing bong as always. Uh, anything else? Nope. Bing bong, fuck your life. We appreciate everybody, and we will catch up with you on – uh next week <laughs> later work. peace out